God of all the living, in the resurrection of Christ Jesus, you have given us the life which even death cannot destroy. Remember your unshakable promise and strengthen us to live in this world as your new creation. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. The mom in today's story from the reading of the book of Maccabees is forced to watch as her seven sons are put to death because they remain loyal to their Jewish faith. This family shares a conviction that there is indeed resurrection from the dead. A reading from the book of Maccabees. It happened that seven brothers and their mother were arrested and were being compelled by King Antiochus under torture with whips and thongs to partake of unlawful swine's flesh. One of the brothers, speaking for all, said, What do you intend to ask and learn from us? For we are ready to die rather than transgress the laws of our ancestors. After the first brother had died, they brought forth the second for their sport. And when he was at his last breath, he said to the king, You cursed wretch, you dismiss us from this present life, but the king of the universe will raise us up to an everlasting renewal of life because we have died for his laws. After him, the third was the victim of their sport. When it was demanded, he quickly put out his tongue and courageously stretched forth his hands and said nobly, I got these from heaven, and because of God's laws, I disdain them, and from God, I hope to get them back again. As a result, the king himself and those with him were astonished at the young man's spirit, for he regarded his sufferings as nothing. After the third brother, too, had died, they maltreated and tortured the fourth in the same way. When he was near death, he said to his torturers, One cannot but choose to die in the hands of humans and to cherish the hope God gives of being raised by him. But for you, there will be no resurrection to life. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the following passages from his letter to the church in Thessalonia, St. Paul assures us that in times of even the greatest difficulty, we can count on God's grace to give us courage and strength. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us, and through the grace gave us eternal comfort and good hope, comfort your hearts and strengthen them in every good work and word. Brothers and sisters, pray for us so that the word of the Lord may spread rapidly and be glorified everywhere, just as it is among you, and that we may be rescued from wicked and evil peoples, for not all have faith. But the Lord is faithful. He will strengthen you and guide you from the evil one. And we have confidence in the Lord concerning you that you are doing and will do and will go on doing the things that we command. 
May the Lord direct your hearts to the love of God, to the steadfastness of Christ. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Listen to this reading. It comes from the gospel according to Luke. Some Sadducees, those are people who deny that there is a resurrection, came forward and put this question to Jesus saying, teacher, Moses wrote for us, if someone's brother dies, leaving a wife but no child, his brother must take the wife and raise up descendants for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first married a woman but died childless. Then the second and the third married her. And likewise, all seven died childless. Finally, that woman also died. Now, at the resurrection, whose wife will that woman be? You see, all seven had been married to her. And Jesus said to them, the children of this age marry and remarry, but those who are deemed worthy to attain the coming age and to the resurrection of the dead, neither marry nor are given in marriage. They can no longer die for they are like angels and they are the children of God because they are the ones who will rise. That the dead will rise, even Moses made known in the passage about the bush, when Moses called out, Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, and he is not the God of the dead, but of the living. For to God, all are alive. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Ruah, Holy Spirit, come. Open our hearts to the truth of your word, to the hope that Jesus brings us. There was a priest and a skeptic who were having a discussion about various theological issues. And finally, the skeptic said to the priest, he said, uh, there's a cup of poison over here. If you really believe what you preach, you'll drink this cup and you'll be okay. And the priest looked at him and said, well, I got a better idea. You drink the cup and I'll raise you from the dead. (laughs) (laughs) 
The story about the Sadducee asking the question, trying to trip up Jesus. Sadducees were a very conservative group among the Jews. The Sadducees, they only held to the first five books of the Bible, the Torah. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. They accepted none of the prophets, none of the wisdom books as part of their canon, the acceptable scriptures. So they, the Sadducees, they would never have heard the reading that Tom read today from Maccabees. They didn't say that was, that was inspired by God. That story of the mother and her seven sons who trusted that God would raise them to life after death. They were convinced that when you died, you were dead. And that made them sad, you see. <laughs> I made that up. I did. Yes, good boy. The argument that Jesus, Rabbi Jesus, proposes, the idea from the book of Deuteronomy that God said, I'm the God of Moses and I'm the God of Isaac and Jacob. It was all in the present tense. It was God saying, they're alive and I'm alive. Or better, I'm alive as God and they are alive in me. That's what Jesus was teaching, that we are alive in the very love of God. Do you believe that? Do you believe that we live even after we die? That we live in the love that God who created us continues to have for us? You know, I, I wrestled with this text all week. Um, the score was 6-2 and the text won. But anyway, I decided, how many of you have seen the movie, What Dreams May Come? Anybody? What Dreams May Come. Released in 1998, I love the movie. It starred Robin Williams, so naturally I love the movie. Cuba Gooding Jr. was in it playing sort of an angel guide. Uh, a woman, Annabella Sequeira, uh, she played Robin Williams' wife in the story. And the best part, when Robin Williams died and went to heaven, he was allowed to see his dog again. And guess what kind of dog? <laughs> yeah, a Dalmatian. A Dalmatian named Katie. So I really love the movie. I took my nieces and, and nephew to see the movie. They hated it. They absolutely hated it. This, this is stupid. Ugh. But I'll tell you, the, the scenery, the, the way they did the scenery was just so powerful. And the story was so powerful. And the fact that Robin Williams loves his wife so much that he's willing to go into hell to bring her with him into heaven. You get a chance. What dreams may come, check it out. It's a, a, beautiful, a beautiful depiction 
of life after death. The power of that movie, the power of the script and the power of the scenery gives us at least another way to think about what happens when we die. I probably would never have thought of or imagined what they did in that movie. But it's kind of good to have a different perspective, a different look at what that life may be. Speaking of beautiful depictions, uh, Matisse, the painter, was a young man and he was very close to Renoir and he allowed or he accepted the teaching of Renoir as his mentor, as an artist. And he would go to see him at least once a week. But then Renoir was afflicted with crippling arthritis. And he couldn't even grip a paintbrush. So in his dedication to his mentor, Matisse would go to see him every day, bringing him anything he needed, food, paint supplies, paint brushes. And one day, Matisse was watching Renoir with this arthritis struggling to paint just a straight line. And, and, and Renoir had wrapped his fingers in a bandage so that he could hold the paintbrush and make this straight line. And, and Matisse said to him, my master, why? Why do you go through this? You, you have a, a collection of beautiful paintings You've done so well for all these years. Why do you continue to paint in the midst of all this suffering? And when Wa looked at him and said, Ah, the suffering fades away. The beauty remains forever. In our lives, we face suffering and hurt. We believe that the suffering fades away and the beauty of our life in God lives forever. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.